Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. March 1983. Yeah. How you been? Yeah, been all right. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you asked me if I was all right. I said I was all right. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Are you all right? But just fucking talk about your award, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> Going all around the houses, but I know where it's going to end up. We'll talk about it later. Just get it out of the way now. No. All right, no, let's talk about it later gonna do So I got an email. <laughs> and... <laughs> no, because you're just going to fucking Barlow me off again. I'm not fucking Gary Barlow. They've sent me a, a little thing saying that they want me to come to this award ceremony. No, you're not Gary Barlow because he was talented. And I'm going to just get the get me little award. And, uh, oh, for, for me, being... li- me little award. It's a humble. I know. I know. Like, but... <sighs> Being, I know that most listeners and you aren't brave, so it's it's quite weird. That's why I try and keep a sort of lid on the gravitas of like how m- monumentous it was what I done. Do you know what I mean? Not many people like action like a situation like I do. I don't. I don't for a moment think about myself. Like I just go straight in. I don't give any consideration to the fact that I might get some kind of like merit, you know, some kind of award or like people talking about it. That's why you know. Well, I do put it on social media, but I don't really want any anyone to know about it. You've just talked for like two minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So what's happening? You're going up in front of the the rusty sheriff's. Yeah, getting his special outfit yeah. out, isn't he? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna put all his regalia on. Leather chaps, no arsehole in them. But, <laughs> but I've said that you need to come along and like, and we'll we'll have a bit of fun. Yeah, be a laugh. Won't it, it will be a laugh. Yeah, right. Um, well, can I, I, don't I meet the to... sheriff? What's that? Can I meet the sheriff? I don't think that's a good idea. We'll talk about you and 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 and, and uh, that in a moment. What sheriffs? No, and just about you and the way you carry yourself. We'll, we'll get on to that. 
I didn't realise this was like a therapy session. Well, I thought it was just I, a bit I, of a laugh. I, I, hopefully, that. you learn a little bit about yourself, and uh, and I don't think any of the listeners are going to learn anything else that they don't already know about you. But perhaps you know this is a time where you need to have a little look at yourself. But we'll get to that. Uh, I mean, I don't really need to ask how you are because we went out last week and got pissed, didn't we? Yep, up the pub. I had a little ziggy zag walk, didn't I? Yeah, all over the fucking show. <laughs> you definitely weren't as the crow flies on the way home. No. I think I hadn't been down the pub for ages, because obviously whenever we have a drink, it's normally here, isn't it, yeah. when we're recording? And we went out, and we got in the pub, and caught up with our mate Bollocks, and I just got a bit overexcited. I think he wanted to go, and I was like, no, one more. Yeah, you made him have one more. I know. I didn't need that one more. No. Like, that little one more was the one reason that I had a little uh, wonky walk home. <laughs> right. Shall we, uh, shall we dig... Oh, music? Film? All right, film. I, I've realised, like, listening back to... I've listened back some of the early, right. the early episodes, and we were very polite at the start. Were we? Yeah, like, for about a month. Right. And then it just all went out the window. Oh. We haven't... Speaking of being polite, we haven't... Um, Mentioned our sponsor. Have we got a sponsor? No, of course we ain't. Like, of course we ain't. Because you F and Jeff. And I like, thought you might have sorted one out. No. Like, Everyone uses a bit of fruity language these days. I know, but like, it would appear that a lot of people that have got businesses, bands, podcasts, they're, they're a little bit too afraid to have the stamp of approval from uh, from us. I think they're all just, they're, they're worried they're going to get outed as pedos. I mean, I was going to go on a different angle there to try and sort of get some people on board. <laughs> if if you sponsor this podcast, we will clear your name. Now it looks like all we want to do is get paedophiles to sponsor the no, podcast. I don't want to, and now get, you're going to cover them up. Do you hear Gary Glitters in Pitsy? Shut up. Glitters in Pitsy. Glitzy. Glitz. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, apparently he's in a bail hostel in Pitsy. Been sighted around Venge, underage Venge. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, you, have, you, have you had a little drive around? No. He says, I don't want to meet a monster. What would you do if you see Gary Glitter? Get his autograph. What would you do if you saw Gary Glitter? Selfie. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you do? Hound him. No, I, I think I'd just be like... Shout nonsense for our chip at him. I think it'd be more along the lines of that. Yeah, you wouldn't want a selfie with him, would you? Because... Not really. I've got a selfie with Rolf, and that's spoiled now. Yeah. I don't want one with glitter. You ain't going to get many likes, are you, if you put a selfie up with glitter? I reckon you get a lot of uh, people remove you as a friend on social media. <laughs> yeah, but, you know... I don't want to be... It's good to have a clear out every now and then. Yeah, I know, but I think that was... That was probably what fucking Glitter used to say to himself when he was sexually charged. And like, look where that got him. I think he was sexually charged. Look, looking back at the videos of him, he was quite sexually charged, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so if um, you do want to sponsor the podcast, then uh, drop <laughs> us a message uh, on the socials. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to have you on board to sponsor the show. And we put your little logo and all the artwork and we, we talk about you for a bit and we'll, we'll chat about your website and all of that. And we'll do it for 99 quid a month. There you go. Can't ask better than that. Ink right. Good weapon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're doing this podcast for nothing, literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. 
No fucking... Oh, I have to say, that's I lovely... wish you put the Simon Bates music behind this bit. I'll put it behind it. All I right. can just mix that in. Go on then. Do a, li- do a little like, uh, monologue about it. About what? About people needing to give to us because we're doing it for free. No, I don't mind doing it for free because it, it means that it's actually got some integrity because all the time you've got sponsors and stuff, like, you know, people look at it and they go like, we're just in it for the money. But yeah. we're just, you know, we're doing it for the love. Yeah. Had some nice messages this week. People, That's lovely. People who enjoy the podcast. That's all... good. Why don't they put their hands in their fucking pockets? <laughs> <laughs> I saw, oh, did I, tell, I see Paul Mayo the other day. Yeah, yeah, you, you said that he, uh, he, he, he's he been listening. I mean, name and shame. What? Well, he's just shouted his name out. Is he allowed to listen with his, his, his line of work? Yeah, I suppose so. Right, right. Nothing illegal going on here, is there? Don't, well... I'll edit all that out. Oh, right, oh, okay. Oh, that's all right, that's all right then. He's oh. not going to want to be associated with all the Gary Glitter selfies. No, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. I'm glad he's enjoying the podcast, though. Yeah. Films. Love Letters. What's Love what's, what's love Letters? It's a film uh, starring Jamie Lee Curtis. It looked very sexy. Oh. Well, is it a four or is it a... Uh-huh? Why? Well, apparently she's got a noon and a ding-dong, hasn't she? What, like Lady Gaga? she got a noon and a ding-dong. She's got a dicklet. <laughs> I don't know what Jamie Lee Curtis has got, but rumour has it in the 80s both. That, that she's got both, yeah. Can she tuck one in the other? That's what I'd do if I had both. Well, it would make sense, like, just for travelling, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just, like, pop it in there. Yeah. Like, Could... keep it in a case to keep it safe. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like a little banana in a skin. Like, but, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is... I've never heard that rumour. Is that true? Well, I don't know. I've never had a look. But she's bloody lovely, wasn't she, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Well, there's no smoke without fire. That'd be a shock, though, wouldn't it? What? Just popping the pants off and it's like, phew, then boing, like is it, there's a yeah. ding-dong anonym. Ooh. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Oh, hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All right>, <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Hip, dip, dog shit. <laughs> well, we're here. Uh, I've got... Um, have you, would you want to do a film? What, what do you want to talk about? Um, do you know, I, I saw a... There was only two on Movie Web. There was The Outsiders, which I've never seen, but looked pretty good. Did, did you see that? I sent you the trailer today. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Was um, that for that? Yeah. Uh, I love that film. And for Christmas, a uh, friend of the show, Scroobius Pip, bought me the um, remastered version. Oh. Uh, it's a Francis Ford Coppola film uh, based on a famous book. And it's got, let me just rattle off the cast, Ralph Macchio, Emilio Estevez, Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, um, Rob Lowe, is it Rob Lowe? Is Rob Lowe in that? I think he is. If not, it's Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, and oh, who's the one that was in loads of eighties films who's just disappeared completely? Chevy Chase. No, Chevy Chase was not in it. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd weren't in it. No, Mr. Claypole. Mr. Claypole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's really good. I'll lend you it. You'll yeah. fucking love it. No, it sounded fucking brilliant. Yeah. It sounded really good. I couldn't believe that all the fucking cast of it. It's mega, yeah. Like, is it C. Thomas Howe? Is he in it? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's he, he was the guy I was thinking of. What's happened to him then? I think he died of AIDS in nineteen eighty-seven. No longer C. Thomas Howe. He's not really. He's probably fine. He's just probably just doing some B movies and a bit of American telly. Yeah. Well, the drugs make you last longer these days. <laughs> Um, were we outsiders? Do you know what I've I've got here? Did you feel like an outsider? I didn't feel like I was in with the cool kids. No, definitely not. But does that make you an in betweener? I think I was an in betweener. Yeah. Like <sighs> you weren't maverick enough to be an outsider. Correct. Correct. And I was thinking about outsiders that we knew as a kid. Do you think Phil, Alan. the bloke with a beard, was an outsider? Walked around on his own. Never never had his hands out of his pockets. Had a beard when it was unfashionable to have a beard. Yeah, outsider. Was it was a venture scat? Outsider don't mean nonce. I didn't say that. It's what you're inferring. But, I mean, what's weird is we we must have been in his presence once when he was in Cubs, at a he, Cub he, camp or something a, like that. He was... Yeah, he, he was at Cub Camp, wasn't he? And he was just like a friendly kind of venture scout. Like, What's weird not, is he was probably about 18, wasn't he? But he did have a beard. He had that fucking enormous beard. Uh, he must have... That was a. You wouldn't have that beard when you were 18. If he, you, was in, he was at least in his 20s. If you ordered Morris Gibb off a wish, you'd get Phil, wouldn't you? Yeah. And like, And for some reason, every time we see him... And I'm not being funny. If we was in a car now and we drove past him, I yeah. know we'd do it. Phil! We, we hounded sh- him, didn't we? We just for, like for years after Cub Camp, like we was teenagers, weren't we? Phil, you, you just see him walk along the street. <laughs> Phil, and he'd just get one hand out of his pocket like that, wouldn't he? Little it? wave, just, yeah. Little wave of his four fingers. Where had he had them four fingers? That's what I want to know. Do you ever think like when we? Do you was think at- he had them in four bums? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think he did. I think he was an outsider, but I don't think he was that kind of... I don't think he was a, an insider. You don't reckon he ever sort of cast his eye over Red Six and thought, hmm, Six or Seconder or one of the new boys? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he had his eye on Brown Six? <laughs> I was Red Six by the time he finished. But obviously after you hear all this stuff about scout leaders and stuff Oh, they're like all that. at it, aren't they? Oh, it's rife. And... I often think, like, do you reckon I was ever diddled with? And like, and I've just put it out of my mind. Do you ever think that? No. <laughs> was Clive an outsider? Clive the bus driver? Yeah. Have we spoke about Clive on here? No, I don't think so. It was quite strange, wasn't it? Because at, at the time, it was funny, but when you look back, it was really fucking tragic, wasn't it? No, it's just really fucking sad, isn't it? It was just a lad that... Well, you went to school with him, didn't you? He, he he ended up at the special school, didn't he? Right. But before that, he was at my junior school. Right. And every lunchtime, he would just drive a bus around the playground. Yeah, an invisible one. Yeah. Let's clarify that. Um, you know, like doing the steering wheel, the yeah. gear stick, and uh, and he'd stop to let let people on and off. I fell off his bus, didn't I? One lunchtime, ripped me trousers. Mum done her bollocks. <laughs> But Cl- then, like Clive carried on doing that into his thirties, didn't he? Yeah, you'd just see him, wouldn't you? Just like running park, down the middle of a road, parking his vehicle up along the Broadway. 
I've not seen him for a long time. Like he got his license taken off him. <laughs> <laughs> Run over a kid on a zebra crossing. <laughs> you are Clive. I hope you're all right. Yeah. Um screwballs come out. Do you know what that that was one of the ones, screwballs. I sent you the trailer. Yeah, I know, but I said no, that wasn't the trailer. It's the full, that, film. It's the full film. Yeah. But I, I had a little flick through it. There's there's a bit where there's all these birds in like bikinis, like acting like zombies going after the bloke. But that's a that was one of them ones that when we went in the video shop every Saturday on the way home from town uh, that would be up on on one of the high shelves, Next and you'd look, yeah, and you'd look at it and think, like, Whoa. yeah. Welcome to TNA High, where the entire student body, including Campus Virgin Purity Bush, chronic Purity, masturbator Purity Bush, <laughs> chronic masturbator Melvin Jerkowski, repressed principal Stuckoff. Uh, and blonde bombshell Bootsy Goodhead all must rise to the challenges of freshman breast exams, bikini cheerleader attacks, inappropriate uses of bowling uh, bowling ball holes, and much more. I mean, that is the stuff of dreams when you're like fucking it, 12, isn't it? It sounds brilliant. And, yeah. and that's on YouTube at the moment, isn't it? A full film, yeah. I shall be watching that when I get home. <laughs> Have a big wink. A big wink. Uh, yeah, I imagine it's rubbish. Uh, it didn't look rubbish. It looked, yeah, it looked pretty decent. The amount of people I've mentioned Porky's to and said, like, how much I like that film and how much I want to watch it again, people just look a little bit disappointed and like, why would you watch that? It's shit. Fucking idiots. <laughs> idiots. I, I generally find a lot of people have that kind of response to Police Academy <laughs> as well. Uh, fuck them. Fuck a lot of them. What do I know? What do I know? Um, yeah, Screwballs was one of the ones that you'd always see in the video shop. Yeah. As was, there's one more that I remember seeing in the video shop that um, I wanted to talk about. Uh, Bad Boys. Oh, I've never I've never seen Bad Boys, but I watched a little trailer you sent. It's Sean, uh, Sean Penn looks about fucking 12. So do you remember that, that cover? I think so. Oh, I remember really wanting to watch that. Like... Uh, I thought the trailer looked really good. So, have you seen it or not? Nah. Like so, was... what's the pre- I, I had no idea Sean Penn was in it. What, what's the premise of it? From what I gather, he's got he, he gets done for something, and he's got to keep his nose clean inside. But he's oh, got right. a bit of a target on his head, yeah. And he's just trying to stay out of trouble. And then, obviously, he just must go on a rampage, like but, Bronson. Exactly. Have you been watching? He's coming out, hasn't he? No, I, I, I don't. Think, I don't think. I, I think he. I think he's having parole hearings and stuff. But I I'll think get it was him. yesterday it started. Yeah. You get the impression that he's he ain't coming out. I just think they don't they couldn't fucking risk what might happen. Yeah. Because he's so high profile. If yeah. he comes out and anything happens, because like he, he's going to belt someone, isn't he? He's got a little bit of a temper. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a wide berth if he's had a pint, Bronson. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I remember like when. Um, when when Madonna was with Sean Penn, like I remember thinking, like, oh, he's that bloke from Bad Boys. I really want to see that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking cool, Sean Penn. Though I think he's yeah, like, he's been in some good stuff. Yeah, I fucking, I think he's 
think he's proper fucking cool. Uh, have you got any other films? What was the other one you wanted to talk about? Um, oh, there was another sexy one called Spring Break. What's on the cover? Then I like some scantily clad birds and that. Yeah. What's the meaning of life out this this month? It come out in America, right? But it didn't come out in England. I've only seen that once. I've seen Holy Grail and Brian about five hundred times. I've, I've only seen Meaning of Life once, like fucking yeah, probably like in yeah. the late teens. Yeah, same. I've got very little recollection apart from every little spermy sacred song. Yeah. It's, it's more sort of sketch based. Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, I, I need to just go back and watch all the Monty Python films again. I, I, I haven't seen Brian or or um. Holy Grail for years. Oh, like Brian was on Netflix for a while. I watched it about three months ago and annoyingly lip synced all the way through it. But he's fucking brilliant, yeah, Brian. Yeah, really fucking good, isn't it? And like, I was listening to um, Matt Morgan talking to Noel Gallagher and they were talking about Holy Grail. And just as a kid, like not getting a lot of the Python references, but that bit where he just keeps chopping his arms off and then his legs. Yeah. And then he's just like, it's just a flesh wound, like, come back, I'll yeah. bite your ankles. <laughs> and like, and just seeing his blood squirting out of these, like, l- removed limbs. Yeah. Which is the best thing ever when you was a kid. And yeah. like, just on the, the value of what you were seeing. And there's obviously, there's so many more levels to fucking Python that every time you, you know, as you get older, you start to go, oh, right, yeah, I see what they're doing now. Like, they got away with quite a lot as well, didn't loads. they? Loads. Like, fucking love it. Love it. But let's not talk about the new 40 Towers. It's just a bad idea, isn't it? Oh, just leave it alone, you silly bad. old racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> oh, it's fucking wafty, isn't it, that everyone goes old and racist? Oh. Glad that's not going to happen to us. No. No. Right. Have you got any more films you want to talk about? Nope. Okay. Is it music next? Yep. Um, what, what chart you gone for? Middle of the month, as usual. Got Total Eclipse of the Arse, number one. Do you like that song? Yep. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I went through a lot of years where I just couldn't fucking listen to it. But I heard it on the radio recently. I've rediscovered the merit of it. I really need you tonight. It's good, She's had it? a few Lambert and Butlers, hasn't she? Yeah, she really has. Do you know what? Like, shameless plug for Off the Beaten Track, but I had her on now. She was good value as well. Oh, really? Yeah, she was like, she said to she just come through from the fucking working men's clubs in Wales, <laughs> like, gigging now. She's fucking great. Yeah. She's proper down to earth, like, you know when you think, I bet you get a couple of fucking Pinot Grigios in you and a fucking <laughs> couple of fucking embassy and you're on fire. She was fucking great. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a fucking belt of total eclipse of the art, isn't it? Yeah. Is it the ultimate power ballad? See, when I think of power ballads, I think of that and uh, Jennifer Rush, uh, what is it, The Power of Love. Yeah. But totally clips the art, I think fucking shit's all over oh, it, doesn't it? massively. Steinman won it. Yeah. Um, I'm always really careful now that I, I just don't want anyone to die. Like, we got a lot of shit because we mentioned Dickie Davis last month. Well, I don't think, even think it was Dickie Davis. I think we just mentioned World of Sport and then Dickie Davis croaked. Yeah. Motson's gone, but that weren't us. That weren't, we didn't mention him. But it's like, every episode now, like, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It really is weird. Piers Morgan, so weird. Um, right. I'll say, I, I do have to mention uh, uh, Donna Marie, 
big uh, long time come to the gang supporter, her mum's neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> she having a bit of beef with her. Yeah, having a beef with her neighbour. So come on. We all say her name, Donna Marie's mum's neighbour, then maybe. Yeah, I've she's never thought awful, this would awful and taking drugs in the garden, just oh, like fucking nice. shouting over the fence and fucking throw it, like throwing stuff, just making a lot of Donna Marie's mum's neighbour, this is. Donna Marie's mum's neighbour. Wow. Fucking I mean, failing that, like, if it had to be someone from the 80s, Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics. <laughs> <laughs> if it had to be. Men bursting in with machine guns and made us choose someone. Oh, right. I'm talking to which number two, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This by the Eurythmics. I've got nothing to say about the Eurythmics. Um, <clears throat> do you know what? Like, Do you like any Eurythmics songs? I don't. I, I, I think Sweet Dreams is all right and Love Is A Stranger, Sex Crime 1984. Say it in a sexy way. I didn't say sex. Raise your eyebrows and just like you're propositioning me. Sex crime. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make sex crime sound sexy, can you? (laughs) He just did that arm gesture that you do when something's like a carry on arm. Sex crime. (laughs) Well, I saw when that girl asked me for a sex fight and I didn't know what was going on. I was only little. I was like, what? Was she doing that with her arm? No, she just looked like, I don't know what. I don't know what. Yeah, we spoke about that. Uh, I don't really like them. But you, you have placed a chill in my heart. Nah, I like, I really like the intro to Falling In My Side. I think that's a really good fucking, that first, like, couple of lines. <laughs> that bit. I just like, Falling <laughs> In My Side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like that verse, but I don't really like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not bothered Everyone about Everyone had that. a wow in the 80s, yeah. I didn't know. I like the verse, and I, and I do, I really like, uh, the opening to There Must Be an Angel, I think that's a really good opening yeah. uh, start to a song like that. I, I do generally feel like when she comes in, it all fucking, it all gets a bit unravelled. Yeah. I know she's very pioneering and a very, you know, her look was very strong and all of that, but oh, he just gets on me tits. I think he might be a, a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I bet he's actually a really nice bloke. No, he ain't. That's the only episode of Soda Jerker I've turned off. Oh, really? Yeah, just, you know, just going on about stuff, just... Is he one of them people that thinks he's like a fucking... Like, he's up there with Dylan and like... Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what number it was. Uh, Style Cancel in the top ten with Speak Like a Child. Yeah, when in new entry at number six. That must have sold some fucking units to go in. Yeah. Go in at number Weller. six in the eighties. Yeah. Do you remember when your voice broke? What when I stopped speaking like a child? Yeah. <laughs> Tenuous link. Like well, a all it was was when that, that first serious problem demo that we've done. Yeah. My voice ain't broke. Lee's and Gareth says I can't remember if yours has. Like I think it must have because you would have been just shy seven foot at that point. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but uh, my voice is still like. I'm like really high pitched. Oh right! I mean, I ain't heard it for. Fun. Have you got a tape of that or not? Yeah, yeah. What the original one from Ran? Not the one that's got Gals the photos House. glued onto it, but like you done me a copy. Oh really? Yeah, with like a drawing on it, uh, and yeah, I've got I've got a copy of that. Oh right. Yeah. I mean, I ain't heard that for like 
for, yeah, 30 years. Yeah, but my voice ain't broke. Yeah. So what would that have been, like 1988 or something? I reckon it might have been 87. I think we could probably work out to the day when your nuts dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't have pubes when we recorded that. Barham and Antonio oh, definitely would have had pubes. Definitely. Lee yeah. would have already had a couple of digits in some women by that point. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I can't, I can't say offhand, but I would imagine I probably just had like a few pubes, like just round the base, maybe one growing out a mole. <laughs> but nothing, nothing of any note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gal would have had a lot of pubes. He'd have had, he'd have had a decent bush, I reckon, and. <laughs> His cock was probably slightly longer and thicker than mine at that point. Um, <laughs> Lee's was already part worn. It was getting a lot of action. Definitely, yeah, his, his was whittling into a point by that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. He really had it off a lot, didn't he? Yeah. We didn't, did we? No. Uh, Billy Jean. It's in the charts, isn't it? It's quite a decent top ten, isn't it? Mm. Billy Jean at number three. Uh, shame that's sport and it tainted by stuff with the little boys pulling their bum cheeks apart and that. People always told me, be careful what you do. Mm. Listen. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight in a lot of ways, wasn't yep. he? Yep. Um, so it made me think, like, about, you know, some of them stories about, you know, that happened a little bit later on in his career. Nothing's been proved. Um, but say me and you was at cub camp, right? Yep. All right. So uh, there we are, right? We got our, our shorts and our little green jumpers on and our neckerchiefs, little hats. Yeah. And uh, and and you know, at this point, from what you've just said about the serious problem demo, pubes are at least six years away. Yeah, easily, easily. Um, Michael Jackson turns up at Condovers on a C five, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Says. Uh, That'd what? be no good at Condovers. It's rough ground there. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, you don't want a three-wheeler on that kind of terrain. All right. He's got a PK Ripper BMX. Okay. Right? So he's coming down. He's like got the best BMX, right? Yeah. And uh, it's his Parker oh, just done up around his neck. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh little Pepe key ring. And, uh, and he says, uh, oh, uh, do you like my bike? Me, me and you are like, fucking hell, yeah. I'm like, yeah. fucking Michael Jackson. And... Uh, and he says, oh, I've got another couple. Do you just want one? And like, yeah. uh, well, okay, well, look, I've got this house, right? It's called Never Neverland, right? It's a fairground there right? in my back garden. Fairground uh, at your house? Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. For do a you, bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do you just want to... Um, yep. <laughs> and have a sleepover? <laughs> if that's what it takes to get the bike. <laughs> Do you reckon if we went home from Cub Camp and said to our mums, um, Michael Jackson uh, has invited us over for a sleepover, do you think they would have just gone, yeah, right? I don't know. My, my mum was pretty paranoid about pedos. Cause she your, th- your mum thought I was getting diddled with by Bruno Brooks, didn't she? For the gig. Yeah, because we got that gig and I, you tell her, I tell her that uh, I said I'd get off of him or something if he gave us the gig. And then she got really like concerned yeah. about it, didn't she, she that I was she, being groomed by she Bruno. She thought you'd offer up your bum hole to get us the gig at Hollywood's Romford. <laughs> I mean, I would have. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if it gets us the gig. Yeah. I wanted to see my name up in lights. <clears throat> 
Do you reckon you would? Do you reckon you would have been allowed to go? Um, oh, I don't know. My mum was pretty. My mum thought that pedos left wank mags in the woods. Well, like bait. Yeah, in order to get kids used to feeling sexual. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it did. It's a sound business model. Yeah, I definitely fucking had a couple of awkward little fucking strolls out of the dipping with like a little fucking little bullet in my pants yeah. after like. You were used to it by then, weren't you? Yeah. Why would your mum let you go? Yeah, definitely. Oh, really? I would have caused the scene. Like, I just want to go to his ass. He's got a fair and a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> The elephant man's there. <laughs> he don't right. want to be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He'd give anything to be somewhere else. <laughs> oh, I, I think I would have just took my chances. Yeah. I love the fair. I mean, there'd be no queues. Yeah. Dodgems would be... Would Dodgems be good if it was just you and him? I wouldn't want to be in the Dodgem with him. I'd want to, like, be in my own one. He'd just keep bumping you against your will. That's where it went wrong, wasn't it? Yep. People always told me, be careful what you do. Get the balance right. That was in the uh, in the charts. Well, we don't get the balance right last month, didn't we? Well, this is where I want to ask a, a bit about you. Right. Do you think you've ever got the balance right? Because... Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> I, I think... I, I think I've got the balance just right. Right, because I was thinking, right... You like swearing loudly, right, and showing off. No, I don't like swearing loudly. I like swearing and I've got a loud voice. Right, so you swear loudly. Well, yeah, but I don't like it. it just, it just You always seem to be smiling when you're doing it. It's, it brings me joy. Well, there you go. <laughs> You've answered your own question now. <laughs> but I don't make a point of swearing loudly. I've right, just got okay, a loud voice right, and right. I like swearing. Okay, okay. That's because when I was thinking about this... Well, and now can I just say, I don't fucking sit there in restaurants and stuff when there's all families eating, just swearing loudly. So we had a game called Knob. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the library to play that. <laughs> Where we just go in there and just shout Knob as loud as we could. It was a precursor to Dick and Dom's bogus, it was. wasn't it, in a lot of ways? Yeah, but just more offensive. Do you reckon if we would have played that game... Seven, eight years later, probably wouldn't have been the word knob, would it? No. It would have been far more offensive, wouldn't it? Cock. (laughs) (laughs) Erect cock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking, like, (laughs) it would have been your idea to play a game called knob. And I just remember thinking we would just go anywhere, wouldn't we? And whenever it was quiet... We'd, yeah. we'd just try and outdo each other by shouting the word knob. But no one would ever start really quietly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, we'd never start by going knob and then raise the stakes gradually. No. It normally started at nine, didn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we didn't have time to waste. We just wanted attention, didn't we? <laughs> Do you want to play knob? Yeah. Knob! Knob! <laughs> 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 That was exactly how it went. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What else do you want to talk about in the charts? Um, so Phil Everly and Cliff Richard at number nine. That can't be good. She means nothing to me. I couldn't, I couldn't find them singing it. it. It was just like, you know, like the... The dancers, mm. whoever it was at the time, it weren't hot gossip and it weren't pans people. So whoever was the one in between them yeah. two, she means nothing to me. Him on the other hand, rock the boat. I like rock the boat. Do you like rock the boat? That's great. It's got loads of different bits to it, isn't it? In the ocean. Yeah, it's really good. Rock the boat. Um. Uh, so there was a just the band that I just thought, where'd they get that kiss in the pink? <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a note just saying kiss in the pink question mark. I don't know, but I don't know anything about kiss in the pink, do you? Ah. Oh, although I've, their first album was called Pot in the Brown. <laughs> <laughs> kiss in the pink, missing the stink. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, did you, did you have a dinghy? Just thinking of rocking the boat. Did you have a dinghy as a kid? Oh, do you know a story about a dinghy? Your dinghy? Yeah. No. So I'm trying to think where the fucking hell we was. Was it one of them like ready orange ones? No, it was yellow and blue. Right. And um, my so my old man got it, and it fitted my old man and me and my sister in. And I, I'm trying to think where we were on holiday. Whether it, it might be the Isle of Wight or Weymouth or somewhere, and uh. We'd go on holiday, and where my mum like looked after us all the time, we'd get onto the beach, and she'd just go straight to sleep. And then my old man would have to amuse us. And he took us out in the dinghy, and he decided to row round to the next cove and see see what was round. Oh, we discovered years later that he'd heard there was a nudist beach round there, and that was his motivation. <laughs> <laughs> that was his motivation. We pop and- round there, me two young children. <laughs> <laughs> so he rode out past like you know like you get a little point didn't you he rode out past there 
and got caught in the current that was sucking us out to sea. Yeah. And we didn't know because we was just kids. Yeah. And like all of a sudden he's sweating and he's rowing a bit quicker, <laughs> like that that face that my old man used to pull. Misjudge the situation. And he really misjudged the situation because we was getting fucking swept out to sea. And like years later he was saying like he was just rowing and rowing just to keep us in the same place. Yeah. He was really fucking worried. And all the time, me me and my sister have got no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> No idea. Are we going, do you want a fag, Dad? <laughs> it's like, no, not a moment. <laughs> but event- eventually, he got us back to the beach, and like, I mean, he, he was like, like art fucking going. Yeah. And my mum was still asleep. She just slept through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> did, did you have a dinghy? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I never had, like, I remember going to like seaside towns, like, you know, like Weymouth and Yarmouth and all that as a kid. And you knew you was getting near the seaside when you get to like them shops that have like dinghies standing up outside yeah. and like spades That's and so stuff like that. So fucking exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was wicked. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, I remember like going to Molden. Like, did you ever go to Molden as a kid? Yeah, that that big fucking swimming pool thing, which yeah. is just. <clears throat> did, did you ever put your feet down in there? Yeah, it was fucking rank. It was like it was just a. It was a essentially like a man-made lake, yeah. wasn't it? Just with all this horrible fucking silt and... Yeah. It was horrid, yeah. but it was like... No, it was great, though, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was just a, you could go in there in a dinghy. And I remember going there with Painter, and we, we referenced Painter, and... Uh, oh, it was his dad, wasn't it, who squeezed that dog's bollocks till they popped and the dog <laughs> I forgot the show. I did get a message from uh, from Ollie from Death of Guitar Pop, just going, uh, <laughs> the Painter's dad actually squeezed them till they popped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I went there with Painter's dad and Painter, yeah, uh, and his sister. He was a confident young man. Yeah, um, and he uh, not only was a really good sprinter. I think he he come second in the uh, sports day hundred meters that Antonio come last in. Oh right. Um, but um, we was there, and I was in his dinghy. Is that the only time you want to mention that? Or are you going to mention that again? We we'll get to on? sport. Um, yeah. So I was in his dinghy, and he was. Like, I'm going to get out for a bit, and I was like. Oh, all right. And like, obviously, it was a proper fucking... If you had a dinghy, you was going to be in it. You yeah. weren't going to be in the, in the water because it was a bit grotty. And he got in the water and then like he got back out and we was just like paddling along and he just went, oh, look down there, there's a shit. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, where'd that come from? He's like, oh, I, I don't know. And he was like, you've, and I thought, I was like, you've just got out and had a shit in the water and then got back in the dinghy and like, and instantly just pointed to this shit <laughs> and tried to make out it was someone else's. I was like, man, you just shit, didn't you? He was like, no, 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 no. Don't say anything to my dad. <laughs> He'll squeeze me bollocks till they pop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> yeah, right. Uh, what else you got on music? Anything? Uh, let me have a little look. If you, as a kid, if you was, uh, say you was down Molden and someone's dog ran up and just, like, bit you and had hold of your arm and wouldn't let go, Yeah. which 80s celebrity would you want squeezing his bollocks to get it to release the quickest? Pat Jennings. <laughs> or would his hands be too big? Mm. Could, could he could he get the necessary purchase with Good them point. great big hands? Good point. Jimmy Cranky. <clears throat> He's down there anyway. 
would her hands be too? Would she have the grip? Do you think? Oh, she's like fucking three bears. Um, it's got to be someone with medium-sized hands. Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> He's got two goes at it. <laughs> yeah. on, on one hand, it'd be successful. <laughs> oh dear. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking so confused? Uh, I've got a bit of a game, but I don't know whether it's any good. Oh, I love a game. Should we just do it if it's shit? We'll just edit it out. Yeah. Right. So this game, uh, I've taken the four duets that were in the top 40. Oh. I've got no confidence in this being any good this right, game. Right, okay. But we'll see. Right. Uh, and it's called Who's Zooming Who? Right. So uh, I'm going to name the people uh, that are singing their duets, and you have to tell me. Uh, which one of them is zooming the other one? By that, I mean rooting. Right, okay. All right, so <clears throat> this is called Who's Zooming Who? Right. Right. Uh, so at number 33, singing We've Got Tonight, we've got Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton. Who's Zooming Who? Rogers, clearly. Kenny Rogers. Like, you know, he does what he says on the tin. Uh, Sheena Easton, like, bit too young, Scottish. Not afraid to speak her mind. Uh, I don't think she'd be having a drop of Rogers. I think Rogers is like, he's trying to fucking win her over. He's, he's doing that thing where you get your fucking steps and flip it up your arm and onto your head. Yeah. Like, he's pulling his fucking guns from his holsters, spinning them about a little bit, telling her that he can ride an horse and all stuff like that. I think he's pulling out literally all, all of the stops. fucking yeah. big guns. Uh, no, he's not zooming out. No, he's, he's not, not zooming out. No, he's not zooming out. Oh. No. She quite forthright of her opinions then, Sheena Easton. You can imagine being Scottish and that. Is that casual racism? I don't think so. I think it's just saying that they know what they believe in and they don't mind just going on about it, whether you're interested or not. <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking tidy as well. What's next? At 23, we've got uh, Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong, uh, Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. Yeah. She's been warned, and uh, <laughs> Cocker. Yeah. There's a lot of sexy names in yeah. the 80s, wasn't there? Yeah. He's already thinking, I want a Cocker. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and I imagine back in the day, whoever he wanted a Cocker, he'd cock. Yeah. Um, but at least he warns her first. Yeah, I know. I know. I think still quite early on in Warns' career. Yeah. Maybe, fast forward a few years, when she had the, 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 the global hit with uh, I've Had the Time of My Life, you know, maybe she was singing about getting cocked by Cocker. Do you think so? Zoomed. Uh, right, number 11, we've got uh, Baby Come To Me by uh, Patty Austin and James Ingram. Baby, come to me, let me... Um, Ingram, uh, I watched this on Top of the Pops the other night, right? Uh Austin is like, she just looks like a, a proper 80s mum. Yeah. Like, she's not like your sort of slender pop star that you'd get on the pops. So she just you know. takes it wherever she can get it. Ingram pulled a funny face when he sings. He does this weird thing with his lip. Not like a Billy Idol sort of sneer, but it, it looked it looked like maybe if you saw him just sort of sitting at a bus stop doing that, you'd 911 and ask him if he had pins and needles in his left arm. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say, like, 111 option two. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of fire on his forehead. 
it, that, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, Not so much Rebel Yell, more bus stop stroke. Yes, exactly that. Um, do you know what? I don't think they were zooming. They made, like, James Ingram made love. Yeah. Like, I think, like... Do you think he'd have a little face when he was ejaculating? Definitely. That Definitely. same one, or just slight variation? An enhanced right? version. Mm. More intense. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, and finally, we've got uh, She Means Nothing to Me at nine with uh, Phil Everly and Cliff Richard. Zoomed right up his whoopsie. <laughs> Who's written Zoom in who, though? Phil Zoom in Richards. You reckon? Yeah. Do you think otherwise? Well, I don't know, because if rumour was had it at the Elm Guest House, it was Richard doing the Zoom in. TV? Yep. Um. So I th- th- this month I've chose uh, Sunday, because I had a look at Saturdays and it was all punchlines and chips and all the stuff that we spoke about previously so, so i thought you, you have one month where you have a lot a little celebration of 80s tv and then one month where you moan about it guess which one this is <laughs> <laughs> well it's either i know when you go so this month we've got sunday i know that's a moan and when, when you go the kids tv schedule for christmas day <laughs> <laughs> Star- I've done that in the style of Strand. Oh, he was Strand, that, the wasn't it? The kids' TV schedule for Christmas Day. <laughs> morning worship. You say morning wood, then. <laughs> That'd be a much better yeah, fucking definitely. way to fucking start a Sunday. Who, who would host that? Uh, Larry Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny oh, Everett. Kenny Everett. Yeah, what's her name? Um... Cleo Rockos. Cleo Rockos oh, in a bikini. Yeah. And it just starts with, like, uh, yeah, e- um, Everett just doing all done in the best possible taste as he crosses the legs. What a massive bit of morning wood. Yeah, definitely. I'm going back to Larry Grayson quickly. Uh, I'm just picturing him, like, the conveyor belts going past, right? Yep. And you've got, like, Arla St. Clair on there, fucking Minja, just, like, on her knees, just going, ooh, as it goes past, and, like, and it's just Grayson. We've just like he flies undone in his suit, just pulled through the front, but he's pulled his bollocks out as well. Of course he has. <laughs> he's just fucking pointing fucking twelve o'clock and it's just like welcome to morning wood. And then like before the credits even finish, like Isla St. Clair's gone past on the conveyor belt yeah. and it's back to like a fucking washer dryer and a fucking food mixer and stuff like that. I don't know whether you'd actually have a few kind of like late seventies, early eighties dollies going past. Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm on board with that. Sandra Dickinson. Yep. Who Wincy else? Willis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's to me. I would have got up early on a Sunday for that. Morning Wood. Is, yeah. Is there in, is there a show called Morning Wood on any of the fucking adult channels? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like BBC Breakfast, but everyone's yeah. got their cocks out. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> Nick Owen just sitting there with a fucking tired old lob on, <laughs> sitting there, trying to look excited. As fucking <clears throat> Mad Lizzie's just got her tired old beaver out, just doing a fucking workout. Morning Wood's a fucking great concept for fucking breakfast television. Definitely. Like, That'd liven things up a bit, wouldn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Bit of naked darts, like, be fucking brilliant. Yeah. Roland's rat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He'd look great with a fanny, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah! 
Oh, that fucking impression that really does me every time. Uh, Police Five. Yeah, it was Shaw Taylor. Right. Was he just a grass? It was Shaw Taylor. Yeah. Keep him peeled. He's just trying to encourage you to grass. Busy well, cunt. I think he was a busy cunt. Definitely. Yeah, now you mention it. Yeah. Yeah. We should spray paint fucking Shaw Taylor is a grass on a bridge. I think he's dead, isn't he? Oh. So, what was your, like, Sunday routine? Because um, we'd go out on a Saturday, right? But I can't remember us doing anything on a Sunday. So what? What you're on about? Like so around the so around this time, <coughs> would we have fin- we'd, we'd have finished Cubs, wouldn't we? Nineteen eighty three. I didn't think you finished you. Oh no, you I was finished Cubs when I was seventeen. Yeah, early nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a few pews before I finished Cubs. Um, I f- oh no, maybe maybe we finished Cubs at the end of this school year. Like, yeah. So in the in in this summer. Yeah. Um, but th- did we play cub football on a Saturday morning? It yeah, was, wasn't it? Yeah. So I wouldn't have been playing Sunday league at this point. So I don't know. I suppose just fucking bummed around all day and then went to me nan's in the evening for yeah. for a, a, a pilchard salad. There was nothing worse, was there, than like... I, I, I still get it now. Like, even though I ain't got to get up on a Monday and go to school. Yeah. But like around sort of six o'clock on a Sunday... Where, like, your mum would be like, right, go and have a bath. And you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. It's a poxy day. It, it was a fucking... When you had to get up for school on a Monday, it was a poxy day Sunday. Rubbish. I remember, like, there'd be, like, Highway on with Harry Seagull. Yeah. Like, I want to look at him. Like, um, and... Uh, <laughs> oh, what... do, you, do you know what? Um, when a... Seacum. Um, when, when, when a Barry Dodds... Yeah. Uh, got me a, a, a present of lots of the Operation U Tree also ran signatures, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Kevin Webster from Coronation Street. Um, Ken Barlow from Coronation Street. Uh, you know, the ones that were in the mix and then like, they let them off. Got cleared. Didn't have enough evidence. People that got cleared. That's right, yep. There's no smoke without fire. But, um, Not guilty. Well, you know, we'll see about that. Um, uh, and one of the one of the autographs he got me was Harry Seacombe because mm. when he was searching all the U-Tree autographs, it kept suggesting that one. Mm. Does the eBay algorithm know something wow. that we don't? Did he take him on a highway to hell? Um, <laughs> that highway was on. Highway was a highway to hell, and it oh. just some old cunt singing hymns. Like just like literally, you look through the TV listings, right? It's just religion all day. Yeah, and then like you'd get like. A bit of match of the day, I think, on a Sunday after, like late Sunday afternoon. But the rest of it was just literally fucking religion all day. And you just think, there was like the Smurfs on for about 20 minutes on a Sunday lunchtime. Yeah. But um, even Father Abraham was like, God, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's this old cunt with a beard. Yeah. And I remember like, what was the one with Honeyford? Was it Sunday Sunday or something like that? So it was something like that, yeah. Oh, and I just remember he's fucking boring. Sunday's boring enough without the Sunday program. I know. And then me dad, and then it'd be Songs of Praise. And then, like, um, me dad, like, used to watch um, Last of the Summer Wine. 
Yeah, that's a cunty fucking oh, program. It's just a load of old cunts going down here in a bar. Fucking shit. And it was like, it, I don't know if it was like that all of that stuff was put together so you actually wanted to go to school like the next day because you just thought, I can't handle any more of this. Yeah. What an horrible fucking end to the weekend. Would you Every rather weekend. have had two Mondays than a Sunday? I think so. I think I'd rather have gone to Neverland for a second time than have a fucking another Sunday in fucking watching Highway and fucking Sunday Sunday. Trent, if you went back the second time, you'd get like a C5 or something. Yeah. How good would that be? Yeah. Really good. Was Bullseye saving Grace? Yeah, definitely. He's a diamond in a pile of dog shit, wasn't it? It really was good, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Have we spoke about Bully on here? I don't know. We we, t- we touched on it one time because there was the Coastal Path killer uh, went on yeah, Bullseye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think a lot of that ended up getting edited out. A lot out. of that got edited out. Yeah. Um, That'll be appearing in the uh, in the outtakes show. Yep. It's never going to come out. Actually, listen to, listen to that outtake the other day. What, the, the Coastal Path one? Yeah. It's not you, that bad. Is it? It's you'd, not you'd, you'd that... allow that in now. Yes. You've really yes. loosened up lately, haven't you? Why were you so uptight when we started? I think you had this idea that you were going to get asked to host the one show at some point and you didn't want to ruin it. And now it's just sunk in. Like, no matter how many fucking bravery awards you get, they're never going to ask you to host the one show. It's never going to happen. Refugees as me. <laughs> when are you crying? You can do whatever you, you can do whatever you like. They're never going to have you on the one show. And that's your fault. Yeah, because you ain't got the balance right. Effing and fucking Jeffing. Losing the sponsors, talking about rectal bleeding. A lot of people think I'll get the balance just right. <laughs> um, I remember, and I, I, I still watch Bullseye quite regular. Yeah. Skip the first round, like the questions round. Like, just get on to the next bit. Like, it was all about the prize ball, wasn't it? Yeah. When the prize ball come up, start the black in the red. It's fucking brilliant because you look at like all the people that are on there. And they just look like all the people that we'd see in working men's clubs growing up. Yeah. And they all look about 70, but they're all 25. And, like, it's fucking brilliant. People Paul's did look t- much older, though, didn't they? Yeah. Like, and, uh, and, and I was listening to something the other day, and someone was saying, <clears throat> if, like, now, <clears throat> excuse me, like, so we're in 2023. If we go back 20 years to 2003. Yeah. No one looks that different, do they? Like fashion nah. and like technology. Nothing's massively fucking different in 20 years. But in 1983, if you went back 20 years, like just fucking mental. Yeah. Like the difference like that you'd, you know, you'd see, even if you went back 10 years. But I suppose like there, there was a lot of doors open, weren't there, like in the 60s. You know, in terms of people rebelling against their parents, because before that, everyone just got jobs and got old, didn't they? Yeah. And just shut up and got on with their lot. And then yeah. suddenly, you had the idea that you could you could fucking do something else. Yeah. And uh, and so the world changed, didn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just like people don't kind of get to forty, just put on beige and walk around with Roy Cropper style bags to the greengrocers and back. There was a lot of that in the eighties. Vernon. Oh, he was another outsider, wasn't he? Yeah. Vernon had that bag and that Mac, didn't he? And he had a rape alarm in the other hand, didn't he? 
did he? And if you went near him, you go, Vernon. Like, he just hit the little rape alarm and he just went, beep. <laughs> he must have had quite an hard time, did, do you reckon? Yeah, because people like us would go out on our bikes and look for him and just shout stuff at him. I've never done that. I was full party to Frank Frank have a wank on the way home from the the youth club. (laughs) (laughs) We we did that relentlessly, didn't we? Every week on the way home from the youth club. That Kingy's old man. Yeah. Like, was you there when he chased us to Tharrock Park? What, from Stifford Clays? Yeah. And he got us down on Tharrock Park. Me, DJ Destruction, I don't know if it was Lee... But he cornered Ross, like, destruction. Yeah. And Ross had his grifter. And I remember Ross, like, jumping off his bike and dragging his grifter, like, over his bonnet and then, like, cycling off. Really? Like, man possessed. Not Ross, like, king his old he, man. Do you but, think he got driven to it by people just throwing buds at his house and shouting, Frank, Frank, have a wank every single week? Every Tuesday and Thursday after the youth club, you'd cycle home. <laughs> and there was just this kid who went to our school, and it was his dad who was... I don't know why someone started doing it, but someone like threw a, or knocked up and knocked him and then legged it. But then it was like bud up, so it was like right, let's just throw a bud at Kingy's ass, and he's like just find a big rosebud, lob it at his window, boom, <laughs> like, and then there would literally be like fucking twenty kids on bikes. It was like the fucking scene in ET, and they'd all just like we'd all just go like fucking bomb it, and he'd come out and. Uh, and would literally sometimes just give chase. But this time, I don't know if we just broke him. But he chased us for what? Two miles? Yeah, for, yeah, that'd be like nearly two miles, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just horrible little cunts. <laughs> uh, it's great though, Bud Up, wasn't it? Yeah, it's fucking excellent. Oh, it? I wonder if any any of the listeners used to play Bud Up. Yeah, let us know. Let it can't us know. just be an Essex thing, can it? Nah. Like, everyone used to play like, Knock Up Ginger or Knock Down Ginger, whatever they want to yeah. call it. Uh, Do you remember the, um, on Farrock Park we did Casey's ass with the uh, with, with the fishing wire and just like knocking the knock. <laughs> the thing was, we just sat across the other side of the road. It wasn't surprising that he knew it. Oh, who's doing that? And we was and every time like he'd come out, we'd all be laughing. <laughs> and then the minute he shut the door, <laughs> cunt. Yeah, irritating cunt. Too much time on our hands. That's what happened when the youth club shut down. Yeah. Thatcher, yeah. Um, what um, if someone cycled past your ass and threw a bud at your window now? What would you do? Follow them. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't funny when it happens to you, is it? Nope. All right. All of the things I, like we used to do as kids, I used to think someone done that to me now. I'd be really upset. Oh, if I woke up in the morning and, uh, and my wall was just a pile of bricks outside yeah. of my ass, I'd be furious. If I drove past a fucking two, two lads with fucking baseball bats smashing up a phone box, I'd be so ab- really angry You'd and upset. You'd be like Charles Bronson. <laughs> Not the prison one. The film one. <laughs> um, before we move on from TV, a quick game of uh, one in the pink or one in the stink, a.k.a. front bum, back bum. Okay. Uh, Bob Olness. Ponis. Blockbusters presenter. And sax player on Baker Street. Correct. I reckon he's quite a traditional fella. I think so. Quite well-mannered. I don't think he would have the nerve to ask a lady, even if he wanted to pop it in her stink. I think he'd suppress that urge. Um, a gentleman. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a gentleman. He'd probably 
standard amount of foreplay, spend you know a couple of minutes on the hooters, give a fanny a bit of a rub, uh, and then just you know at the appropriate moment, making sure that he had consent, uh, he'd insert his penis, which was like an average kind of length, five to six inches, nothing to write home about. Um, not a very thick stem, um, copious grey pubes. Uh, he'd insert that into a moist vagina. If it wasn't moist enough, he'd just he, he wouldn't go like. He'd just like dribble a bit of spit because he's polite. Wouldn't, to do wouldn't it. even like let us see. No. Yeah. Uh, he's he tra- he suit and he trousers wouldn't... and pants would be off, but he'd keep his suit jacket, tie, and shirt on. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, marketers, advertisers, and business owners. Find yourself chatting up the same audience in the same places, using the same old lines. Maybe it's time to podcast the net further to catch your next customer. With Acast, there's plenty of fish in the sea with more than 100,000 podcasts and millions of listeners. So there's a perfect match for every business. Use our ad platform to cast your net, then narrow down using targeting such as demographic, show categories, audience segments, and more. Find your match, then reel them in. Advertise on more than 100,000 podcasts with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started. Yeah. And socks. Yeah. Yeah. Pink. But yeah, pink. Uh, nifty 50s throwback, Shaking Stevens. Oh, Shaking Stevens. See, he could have had any woman he wanted. Oh, definitely. Um, but with Shaking Stevens, he was he was very vain with his quiffed hairdo uh, and his double denim, yeah. and he didn't like uh, he didn't like to spoil that image. So what he would do is he would um, just get his cock and bollocks out of his fly, but he wouldn't take his jeans off. No, um, and he would cram them in whichever hole just came first. So I would say pink or so I think he'd be just as likely to go for the pink as the stink. And the thing is with Shaking Stevens, he could just stand still and his cock would go off because of the shaking. Of course. Yeah. Of course. He wouldn't have to do the sturdies in the traditional sense. Yeah. He'd just think of one of his numbers and, yeah, yeah, his his cock would go off. And he'd go off quite quickly. Back door or green door? (laughs) 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 Yeah, back door. Oh, right. Uh, And lastly... uh, what else have I got here? Uh, Symphony Electro pop star Pete Burns. Pete Burns. Dead now. In his heyday. In his heyday. Um, I mean, to look at him. Yeah. Glamopus. He was a glamopus, wasn't he? And I'd imagine. I, I mean, are, are we talking in the eighties? Because I think dead or alive, uh, you spin me right round era. Right, okay, alive. Yeah. Because I think in, in latter days, he became addicted to Botox and, and he would um, have injections. That's correct. In his cock and bollocks. I did not know that. Yeah, um, 
just became massively, massively inflated. Inflate Should his... I check this on Google to check you're factually correct now? No, it's right, right to be forgotten. His family have had it removed. Um, as he did himself uh, with his cock, and he just had these massive bollocks. Just um, bollocks? Yeah, just bollocks that look like the airships that the US shot down recently. And what, just a smooth little patch where his cock was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But back in the day... He wasn't what I would call a traditional fella. He liked to mix it up. It was an experimental time. Yeah. Uh, so I would say probably Pete's up the pupper. Stink. Stink. Okay. All right, brilliant. That's TV done. Um, what else have we got here? Um, what have you got for... I've got nothing for news at the moment. What have oh, you got? Oh, I've got a lot of news. Have you? The sport count as news. Yeah, we'll, we'll merge them in because oh, sport's quite hard to get stuff uh, going. Um so the the only events it weren't so much news, uh, but see the first CD went on sale in the UK. Didn't that happen about a month ago? No, nope. the first CD got made. Ah, what was the first CD you owned? Um, probably would have been a CD single, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have been anywhere near fucking nineteen eighty three. I don't yeah. think I started buying them till like nineteen eighty seven or eighty eight. It it was probably like fucking. That early? I reckon we was getting CDs later than that. Oh, really? Yeah. We were still buying cassette singles in 1989. I, I bought um, <laughs> Rick Astley's Whenever You Need Somebody on cassette single. I think that was the only cassette single I bought. I had Room at, at the full top price. By oh, by the minute. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, I did actually. What year was that? That was the year. I bought that the day you passed your driving test and we went to South End. Oh, really? So when would that have been? Like 1989, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I got that. I bought that, and I bought uh, Respect by Diva that day as well. Yeah, I haven't heard that for a long while. Respect me! Don't know, what was the first CD you bought? Fuck knows. I can't remember. Like... I remember, like, I've always done this. He's just carried on buying the format that I've got everything in yeah. long after it's become a dead format. Yeah. And then they just stop doing it eventually. Yeah. But um, I don't think I ever... I, don't, I didn't ever really fucking stop buying seven-inch singles. I don't think. I remember, like... Like, all the indie stuff. Even when I was DJing, like, yeah. well into, like, the early, like, probably up till about 93, I was still buying everything on vinyl. Yeah. Like, it was only really, like, around the summer, as far as I can remember, like, Britpop, really, that I started, you know, 95 buying stuff on CD. Yeah. Like, but I do always remember thinking, like, when I got the first CD and putting it on, the same when I got a DVD player, I thought, strapping, this is going <laughs> to be immense. Oh, it just sounds the same. Like, when you put the DVD on, it was like, oh, it's just the same as watching a VHS. CDs were quite quiet as well at the start, weren't they? I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like, do you you think, like, because me and you have both got fucking thousands of CDs, do you think they're going to go full circle like vinyl have? I I don't know. I I think there's some people that still, still fucking... Great CDs, and oh, I know people still buy CDs. Yeah, um, don't know. Do you reckon they will? Do you reckon they will go full circle? Like you know, like vinyl. 
I don't, but has vinyl gone full circle? I, I don't think vinyl's made the massive fucking comeback that everyone says it has. No, I, no. What I mean, what I mean is like more collectible. Yeah. Like, obviously, like CDs, you just fucking throw them away now. But but the thing is, I think if it's if it's good stuff, yeah, then it probably it probably will remain collectible. And it, but no it's one's going to want my Northern Uproar CDs in ten years' time, are they? No, or fucking you like you know when you go in the charity shop, it's all fucking Il Devo, isn't it, and Liberty X, yeah, like. No one's ever going to fucking want them, are they? No, they're not. No, they're not. Got to be witched and off the beaten track tomorrow. Um, Have you? <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> they got their new single coming out. Um, what a fucking waste of everyone's time. <laughs> Tell them that. <laughs> Ain't it, though? Fucking hell. It's a waste of everyone's fucking time. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, what else you got for news? Um... It's all sport. Larry Holmes beats Lucian Rodriguez in 12 to win the heavyweight title. Yeah. Is he any good, Larry Holmes? Uh, arguably one of the best. He was the guy that uh, I think was um, Ali's second to last fight. I think Ali took one more fight. Like Larry Holmes was uh, Ali's um, sparring partner and then basically become one of the greatest heavyweights ever. He had the best jab in the business. Uh, and he... Didn't particularly want to fight Ali, but he absolutely destroyed him and retired him, basically. Oh, really? It was a horrible fight to watch. Like, was there Ali, a big age uh, disparity it, there? It just, obviously, when you think this would have been what? Uh, oh, blimey. 82, 83. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, like, Ali was just shot. Like He'd had too many wars, and he just his speed had gone, and, and Larry Holmes was the next big thing. Yeah. was like just super... Uh, yeah, he's, he's fucking brilliant, Larry Holmes. He come out of retirement to fight Mike Tyson and Dan and Ali was just spent, but yeah. thought, oh, I'll probably just earn some money. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, oh, fucking legend, Larry Holmes. Absolute legend. Like, so, yeah. like, in bo- I don't know a lot about boxing. Yeah. But, say you come out of retirement. Yeah. Like, how many rounds do you have to stay on your feet and get belted around the head before you can just lay down and take the money? I can't remember how many Larry Holmes went with Tyson. Not it's many like, people went that long with Tyson, though. Like, if I had to get in the ring with Mike Tyson... First round. I'd just I'd just let him hit me, and then I'd just lay down and yeah. shut my eyes and pretend to be asleep. I don't think you'd... Would I get the a, money? I don't think there'd be a lot of pretending. <laughs> Would I get the money? No, it's yeah. all right, because like, I'd just ride the punch. Yeah, all oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, look at you, you've been to the boxing club today and making out like you'd last more than fucking two minutes with him. <laughs> I would. Oh, I could be Fellas nothing an worse than getting belted by Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'd love be... to see you fucking holding your nose on your face and just go like, ah. <laughs> oh, I want to play anymore. <laughs> I'm not playing, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> what was we playing? Was that boxing? That was, bo- that was boxing, because... Yeah, we used to do a bit of boxing, didn't we? So when would this have been? Would this have, this would have probably been around now to sort of mid eighties, maybe. Yeah. And and we'd go over the techie field, wouldn't we? Yeah. The field at the back of the tech college, and we'd mark out a ring with our shoes, and uh, then we'd just belt each other. We'd, we'd like match up. There'd be like a group of us, wouldn't there? Like half a half a dozen. Did we have two pairs of gloves, or did we have one glove and we have one each? Yeah, that. <laughs> Because it was me, you, the the Nieldsies. Yeah, Scott uh, Gibson. Scott Gibson. Probably Paz. Paz. Yeah. Uh, Ollie. Yeah. 
whose mum ran the hairdressers. Yeah. And it was Ollie, wasn't it? Someone whacked him. Yeah. It was a really silly game. That was a really stupid game hitting in your friends, wasn't it? O- Ollie was a he was a gentle soul, wasn't he? Yeah. He was just a little tubby. I mean, I was just a little tubby kid. But I was might have been a little bit more confident about myself than what Ollie was. Yeah, that's why you just ran across and smashed him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was me no, that belted it, him. I, I think it, it would definitely have been was, you. No, I think it was Gibson. No, because we always matched it up, didn't we? Did we? And and if yeah, like you wouldn't have just gone in and hit a little kid. Like it'd be well, well, it'd be well, like two. Sorry, let's get this right. Like we didn't have pubes and he didn't. Like, we would have been 10, 12? No, 10, 10 or 11. Yeah. And he would have been what? Probably, like, nine. Right. Like, he'd have been, like, was he, like, a year below? Well, he, was in, he was in Keller's yeah, year. Yeah, year below he? us. So, like, a yeah. year below us. That's all right. I just don't see me belting him in the face. Mind you, I had a glove on. I, I, re, I remember that we used to we used to match the bouts up because well, we if you fought the Nildes, you'd have to fight both of them. Is that what we that? done? Yeah. <laughs> What's the logic in that? But I think I think um, I think it might have been uh, Scott hit him, and it, it's just like his eyes well. You know, like when a kid's just about to cry and try not to cry, yeah. And his bottom lip was wobbling, and his eyes were filling up, and then he just went, "I'm not playing." This is boring. And threw the glove down and went off home. He weren't bored, was he? No, he was sad, wasn't he? Yeah. With his mum. That was that was him. That um, do you remember we were playing golf over there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were playing golf. That over- makes us sound terribly <laughs> middle class. Where did we get <laughs> golf clubs from? <laughs> <laughs> I've no fucking idea. But we just whack balls up and down the football pitch, wouldn't yeah. we? We didn't have golf clubs. No, I, where did I've they no, come from? I've no I've idea no where idea. they come from. But um, we'd we'd whack it from one end of the pitch and try and score a goal at the other end, wouldn't we? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. You'd never get like more than halfway. No. <laughs> but um, we was all we was all stood there, and uh, I was bouncing a golf ball. And just swinging a club and trying to hit it, and just like I mean, I've done it about forty times and it didn't connect. And then um, Ollie's appeared. There was a little gap in the fence, wasn't there? Yeah. But down by the alley that you'd come onto yeah. the field, and he's appeared and he's come onto the field, and I fucking bounced the ball, and the one time it fucking connected, he's gone smack, and he's just hit him right in the nuts. <laughs> Did he think golf was boring as well? <laughs> Oh, I just remember being outside his ass and just shouting "Ollie, Ollie, Ollie" with his balls in a trolley. trolley. Yeah, I don't know what that come from. It was really weird because we swung around outside this that, shop. That's, that was my old band's one, I think. Was it "Ollie, Ollie, Ollie" with his balls on a trolley, tits in a biscuit tin? <laughs> <laughs> but like, we swung around outside this shop and inside this shop when we weren't being kicked out, like just being fucking just dossing, weren't we? Yeah. And either side of them shop, Ollie lived one side and Saggy lived the other, didn't oh, they? Oh, that's right, yeah. And they were both like... Saggy Tim... was a gentle soul, wasn't he? He really was, wasn't he? And like, he never wanted to come out. And I reckon we used to knock on his door and I reckon sometimes his mum would be like, just go out. Come on, get out of the house for a bit. <laughs> I remember being outside his house and singing uh, Fine Young Cannibals, Johnny, come home. Saggy, we're sorry. Why don't you come on out? What we're have we worried. done to him? 
What have we done previously? No, I don't think we were. I don't think we were big bullies like that. No, I remember thinking he was just a really nice bloke. No, he was a nice kid. <laughs> what else you got for news and sport? Um, Torval and Dean won Ice Dance Championship in Helsinki. No, that's not the one, is it? No, I don't think so. I think we had that the other week, didn't we? Yeah. Well, like about, I don't know, a year ago or whatever. Yeah. They just won an ice dance championship in Helsinki. That's what he said. Right. They're fucking one-trick ponies, aren't they? Yeah, they've done all right, haven't they? Yeah. Like, because I ain't being funny, that was fucking years ago. You don't see fucking Daley Thompson on a fucking big fucking Saturday night TV show, do you? Nah, milking it. Yeah. I bet he's horrible. Oh, Daley Thompson? No. Christopher Dean. Daley Thompson ain't horrible, is no, he? No, Chris, fucking Daley Thompson's a good bloke. Yeah. You don't have a moustache like that and not be a good bloke. Definitely not. He's the sporting Gary Wilmot. How, how fast do you reckon he could do 100 metres in there? I bet he's faster than us. Yeah, 100%. He'd definitely, definitely beat you. All right. Well, look, with that in mind, I've got some sport for porn or porn snub. Sport? Yeah, I've got some Paul. sport stars. Oh, right, okay. Right, so the, the, the idea of this game is, like, um, they've, uh, they've got a chance to either indulge in porn hub or they're not interested and it's a porn snub. Welsh Olympic gold medalist, Alan Wells. He was a meat and potatoes man, Alan Wells, wasn't he? Never was there anyone more meat and potatoes than Alan Wells. From the valleys. I can imagine, like, if he found a wank mag in the woods, he might peruse it. Mm. But he'd never buy one. No. You know, that's just not his bag. Yeah. He, he would just, he'd come home from the track, he'd run a flannel around his knackers, and he'd nail his wife. <laughs> yeah, snub. Okay. Old Big Hands Pat Jennings. Uh, I don't say, see, I never see Jennings as being a man that wanked a lot, because when you've got hands that size, it's just going to be really demoralising, in the isn't ocean, it? mate, yeah. Yeah. So, with that in mind... And also, just like holding a wank maggot, it'd just be like holding like a, you know, yeah. like a postage stamp yeah. for him. Um, and he'd be smashing it. Like, I don't think he could get any purchase on his cock because his hands were so yeah, it'd big. It'd be demeaning. It'd yeah. literally look like a butter mushroom in them massive hands. Yeah. And uh, and to that end as well, like, I mean, imagine, like, that man always had a smile on his face, Pat Jennings, but imagine a life where you couldn't finger your wife because you just give her internal bleeding. So... With that in mind, he'd just get home from a game. He'd wash his knob. It'd take two seconds because he'd just get an handful of soap. Yep. Uh, and then he would just go and he would insert it in his wife's front bottom, not back, and uh, have straight sex without any porn accompaniment snub. Cool. Uh, and thirdly, Limford Christie. Oh, Limford Christie. I mean, with that lunchbox... You'd think that he wouldn't need porn. Nah. But he did like it. Really? Yeah, he just he just couldn't help it. Yeah. He had that great big cock, and it like uh, the fine young cannibal's uh, fourth single from The Raw and the Cooked, it just wasn't satisfied. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. get it satisfied. So The thing is, if he was like going to knock one out so quick, before yeah. he's done, he's already needed another one. Exactly. He's straight out the blocks. Yeah. Um, but with Limp for Christie as well, 
such was the size of his appendage yeah. that he couldn't fit it in a standard lady's front bottom. Is that right? Yeah, so he'd either have to have a wank or find a slag. Any more news on sport? Um, I've got a bit. Well, one, one last sport item. Okay. Um, uh, Liverpool, yeah. the football team, uh, win the League Cup, beating Manchester United two-one in the final uh, with goals from Kennedy and Whelan, uh, and the Manchester United goal came from Norman Whiteside. Right. Hmm. He was uh, he was big news. Norman Whiteside, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, yeah, hmm. they they do a song for him, don't they, to the tune of the Killers, Mister Brightside. I'm Norman Whiteside. That's good, good isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. Uh, who, who was the Liverpool players? Uh, Alan Kennedy, good tash, good strong yeah. tash, yeah. and Ronnie Whelan. Never see Ronnie Whelan with a tash. Nah, nah, nah. Do you think he couldn't grow one? Changed out of shit tash because they all had tash. Yeah, didn't but they? I think if you can only grow one that's mediocre and you play for Liverpool in the eighties, you ain't going to grow one at all. No, because you're around Sooness, McDermott, um, solid Grobbler, yeah, just solid tash. Lawrenson, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's weren't great, but it was reasonable, yeah. wasn't it? And, and yeah. I think if you just got a shit like feathery, kind of slightly yeah. wispy, sparse tash, yeah. you'd be laughed. And also, I bet there was a lot of banter in the locker room. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. You're just not going to bother, are you? Completely. Well, just quickly, um, whether this makes the cut or not, I don't know, but you said Graham Souness. Graham Souness is in an, um, a little feature I launched last month called Hard Nut or Hard Drive. Uh, were they a hard nut or were they hiding a hard drive? Okay. Uh, so we'll start with Graham Souness. I mean, he's well known as a hard man of football. Smoke screen. Graham Souness. But I don't think, can you get that angry and there not be a reason behind it? I don't know, mate. I don't know. He's right right down the middle, Souness. It could be like 51% either way. Mm. I'm going to go hard nut. He was a hard nut. Yeah. Um, Superstars... uh contestant uh, and judo black belt Brian Jacks oh Brian Jacks got a black belt for Christ's sake yeah but does he use that to tie a kid's hands up no no he's a hard man he's a hard nut he's a hard nut he's a hard nut um fruit and veg store owner um an east end up Pete Bill mm, Pete Bill <sighs> a couple of plums and a banana <laughs> <laughs> Two tomatoes and a cucumber. <laughs> couple of lychees and a carrot. <laughs> couple of grapefruits and a marrow. <laughs> <laughs> Two peas and a green bean. Uh, Pete Bill. Geezer, oh, was mate. he hard? Yeah, fucking hell. Was he? I mean, yeah. Bran leather. Yeah. Bran leather. Little fucking pork pie hat. And also, running a fruit and veg store in the East End, he's probably connected. Totally. Yeah. And also, if he ain't an odd nut, he's paying for a bit of insurance. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm, but then when he got home, just opened up his laptop. Yeah, Kathy Bill weren't there. She was in a lay-by. Yeah, she's in a lay-by sucking off some fella. He gets lonely. 
Or should I end up my credit card details? <laughs> it's tempted to do a Townsend, but no, hard nut. Okay, and lastly, Jeffrey from Rainbow. He bungled by entering his credit card details. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> when the police knocked, he got caught in his zippy. <laughs> oh, you read. <laughs> oh, no, Jeffrey. <laughs> right, we'll... Uh... We'll see him in uh, April. Yeah, see you in April. Bye. Cheerio. Remembering when we were young in the 80s.